Jamal and Kim's Inner Circle Health Tribe, episode 30. It's time to reverse the imbalances in your life as you take the first step on your own journey towards personal change. Welcome to Jamal and Kim's Inner Circle Health Tribe, educating, empowering, and inspiring individuals to live healthier. Now here are your hosts and your guides to natural living, Jamal and Kim. Hi, Kim and Jamal here, and welcome to another episode of Jamal and Kim's Inner Circle Health Tribe podcast. This is episode number 30, and uh, it's going to be a little different, this episode. This episode is just going to be Jamal and I, and uh, we're going to discuss a very important topic and also update you to some changes that are coming up with our podcast. So as I mentioned, my name is Kim, and I'm joined with Jamal. Greetings, everyone. Peace and blessings. Yes. And, uh, you know, let's just dive into this show. Normally, our Monday shows, we feature an interview with a a guest. Um, But as I mentioned, it's going to be Jamal and I on this episode. And uh, the first thing I want to address is some changes and updates that are going to happen with our show. Uh, Normally, we would release a show twice a week on Monday and Wednesday. Um, But after some discussion and thinking about how we can serve our community better, Jamal and I decided to just release one episode, um, which is going to be Monday's episode. And uh, we're going to eliminate our Wednesday episode. And Wednesday episodes, we would generally recap the Monday episode. But moving forward in the future, the uh, structure of the show is going to change a little bit. And before the episode, before you hear the interview, Jamal and I will do some dialogue in the intro and then dive into the interview at hand. So in a sense, we kind of combined the two episodes, but um, we're going to just release one episode each week. Yes. And, uh, and the next thing is I wanted to remind everyone, you know, we're getting tremendous great feedback to our listeners. Thanks everyone out there who's tuning in and giving us your feedback and let us letting us know how you feel about the show and the empowerment and education that you're getting from it. Um, but it's just to, you know, remind everyone to, you know, dialogue with us, you know, feel free to comment on our blog. Um, you can leave questions there, comments. We read each and every one and we answer each and every one of them. And also like you can send a question on our Facebook page, uh, facebook.com forward slash JK Health Tribe, just to let us know um, if you have any questions, if you need any clarity on anything that was discussed in an episode, um, if you wanted to just leave some feedback, we definitely want to hear from everyone out there. So I just wanted to remind everyone um, about that. So um, in this episode, the title of this show is How Families Can Live Holistic in an Unholistic World. And uh, Jamal and I was inspired to uh, release this episode um, and to talk about this topic because one, we are a holistic family. Two, um, as we mentioned in previous episodes, we do own a wellness center in New Jersey, Life, Strength and Health. And uh, we've had that for the past going on 10 years. Um, so we had the fortunate ability to meet so many people um, and so many families. And there's some common themes that we come across uh, when people who want to shift their lifestyle and uh, live more holistically, you know, whether it's one person, uh, you know, one spouse, a husband or a wife that 
you know, felt the shift and felt the necessity to implement living more healthier in their lifestyle and maybe face resistance, or you have children and maybe you weren't living so naturally in the beginning, uh, but you realize that for your children's sake and for your own health's sake, that some some changes need to be implemented and you're facing some resistance. And also just living holistically in a world that's not set up for you to be healthy. How do you navigate through the traps and uh, resistance that you're going to face? How do you withstand that and and truly live the life that you want to live? And uh, Jamal and I, we've been living this way for over 10 years. And also we have a daughter who's six years old. So we want to share some of our insights on how do we live holistically as a family, even with family members that may not have the same viewpoints as we do. How do we navigate through that? So we want to dive into some of these areas um, in this interview. Yeah. And normally at this point, we would ask our guests to tell us about their personal journey and to, uh, you know, get our listeners uh, more familiar with who they are. So we're going to follow that same kind of sequence. And obviously, you know who we are, but um, we're just going to share a little bit with you as far as our personal journey um, as a holistic family, you know, and tell you a little bit about that story. So I'll, I'll ask you the question, Kim, like what um, has been your journey uh, as far as holistic families are concerned? Well, I will say this, and I'll I'll start before we became a family. Um, Both of my parents, I've mentioned in previous episodes, are from South Carolina. And, you know, they were born and raised down there. And I spent many summers down there. You know, both of my grandparents were down there. I still have relatives. Um, A lot of people are deceased. um, But I spent a lot of quality time growing up down there. And so I've eaten a lot of different things. Um, But I will say that, Growing up, my mom, you know, I'm so grateful. I don't even know how she did it, but my mom worked full time and we've always had a home cooked meal on the table. Pretty much six days a week, we she cooked. And on one day we would have like pizza or we can order out. But growing up, whether it was financial or just intuition, we did not eat out a lot. So my a lot of the foods that I had growing up was made with love and the intentions that was put into the food was high vibrations. And I didn't grow up eating um, a lot of crazy things. But as you get older, you, you know, you start making your own money. You feel like you're grown. I kind of moved away from the home cooked meal into a lot of processed, a lot of fast foods, a lot of sugars. I always had an, you know, addiction to sugar when I was younger, but I was buying these things and I, I moved away from how I traditionally ate and just ate a lot of junk. And then being coupled that with being in the career that I was unhappy with at the time, um, my health started to decline. So I went through that phase of finding myself again, um, becoming more conscious and aware of the things I was eating and how it was affecting my body, detoxing, repairing, rebuilding my system. And, you know, here I am today. So moving into having a holistic family, I was fortunate enough not to come into my family with bad habits um, of eating and things like that. I came into my family uh, living holistically. So that's kind of like my journey. I, I had a journey before, um, you know, at the time that Jamal and I met, I was in transition of 
something had to change. And so when I met Jamal at the time, and I, we mentioned this in episode zero, our introductory episode, um, when I met Jamal, he was always passionate about living naturally, living healthy, even before he went for formal training. And he introduced me to this lifestyle and I just took it and ran with it. And so at that time, so Jamal and I joined forces as business partners and as life partners. So moving into our holistic family, we already had a strong foundation into living naturally. Right. Yeah, I would agree. Not not going so far back as as you did, <laughs> um, which was good, by the way. It was, it was definitely good. But not to go back that far and just kind of starting from before we got married and we were in development of our family. I think that when it comes to relationships overall, there's two very, very important things that I feel um you know, really have a strong impact on it, on a relationship. And I think that it's your diet, like how you eat. Right. Because, because you spend so much time eating, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you eat three times a day. Uh, well, you know, a lot of people eat three times a day and then they snack mm-hmm. um, or, or people follow something along those lines. So uh, couples, they spend a lot of time eating together. So it, it's a, it's such a bonding experience eating can be. Uh, you know, we eat. Uh, at so many different special occasions, you know, we always include food in any type of occasion. I mean, I know that we have food addictions in our country, but, you know, we do include food. So I think that because couples spend so much time um, eating together, uh, if your diet is, is similar and you're eating the same, and you have the same health goals. I think that that's huge when it comes to a relationship. And I don't think people really think about it or look at it uh, that way. We see so many couples that they eat totally different. Right. You know what I mean? And in the beginning, it's like, oh, it's not it's not a big deal. And you don't look at it. But later on, it does. Be, be, it becomes a problem. Like yes. we we do see uh, couples that it's not a problem, but most likely and more often than not, that it, it creates a problem. Right. So I think that it's important that two people eat the same. And I feel like. You know, we were always on the same page as far as where we wanted to go uh, with our, our eating. Right. You know, we we were both striving to be healthier, to, to eat better. And we kind of went on our food journey together, even though I was ahead in a sense, we still were traveling on the same road together. And then the second thing that I think is um, extremely important when it comes to relationships is your spiritual practice. Right. Again, you know, there are people that pull it off and they do it. But most of the time we see issues, um, conflicts within the family structure, within the rate rela- relationships when um, there are two different spiritual practices. Mm-hmm. You know, those are like two of the most valuable things in your life, how you eat, how you take care of yourself and how you, you know, go your, your approach to to worshiping and connecting with the higher power, something that is greater than ourselves. So those are two um, major things. And um, even with that, you know, um, we both embraced, you know, African spirituality and, um, you know, our own uh, personal uh, holistic spirituality. We were on the same page with that. So right from the from the very beginning, um, we were able to, to connect on that on that level. And I think that it set the foundation for our family structure. 
you know, right. because we had a, a lot of conversations um, before we got engaged, uh, before we got married about what we wanted in life and how we wanted to live our life. Right. And we had a lot of similar goals, you know. So when we finally did get married in the direction that we were headed, it was already spoken about. Right. You know what I mean? We didn't have to, to get on the same page to to try to figure it out, even with our daughter. And we'll, you know, we'll dive into you know, this a little bit more later in the show. But even with our daughter, we had already discussed how we wanted to, uh, you know, give birth to right. our child. We already discussed how we wanted to, to raise our child and the things that we wanted to offer her before she was even here. Right. So, you know, we the way that we started out, it um, we put ourselves in a position for for success. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it's just so many couples that are trying to kind of figure it out as they go. And um, I believe that's why we we create so many problems, which which kind of leads us into, you know, our our next question of, you know, from a a personal perspective, uh, what state what's the state of um, holistic health in the family structure uh, in our country? What, What are your thoughts on that, Kim? My perspective on the state of health within families is there definitely needs to be more improvement. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things with, oh, I'll say this, you know, the percentage of married couples that are together is fairly low. <laughs> um, just marriage and, uh, you know, marriage, divorce, the divorce rate, I will say, is very high. And I think a lot of times, as we mentioned just before, a lot of times that when people go through a divorce is because there is not a united front. There isn't everyone like everyone isn't on the same page. Life is hard enough as it is. But one of the greatest benefits of being in in a a positive union is that you move forward together. You're not alone. But one of the biggest detriments could be living in the same house with an enemy. Someone who does not believe in your beliefs or who doesn't want to move forward with you. That is so debilitating and draining to live with that. And we, you know, we have certain friends that have confided in us and uh, other people that are, you know, kind of going through some things and you're going to go through some things in life. But a lot of these obstacles could be avoided if you are on the same page before you make that commitment. So my perspective on the health within families is that we need to improve upon that because, you know, I see the the obesity rate in children. We're getting away from the natural laws of family. So many times, you know, families don't see each other but for one hour a day during the week, you know, and it's just families feel like they have to settle with that. Like that's the norm. But more and more families are spending more time apart than together. And it's almost like a hamster wheel effect of just just surviving, you know, coming home from work, taking someone there, taking someone there, coming home, eat this food really fast. And it's sometimes you have to take a step back and breathe and say, am I happy? Like, why are we doing this? What is the end goal in mind? And I think that's the perspective a lot of families have to take because the families need to be together, especially for children, young children. That's why Jamal is so adamant about homeschooling our daughter, because we, you know, we have to protect our children's minds. And 
This world is so chaotic that you need to have your children close. You need to understand what things are going in their mind, how they're processing different things they're going through. Um, and I think it all comes back to the families reuniting and spending that quality time together. Yeah, I agree. Um, just working with a lot of families at a holistic center, we just see a lot of unhappiness. You know, to be honest with you, just unhappiness as far as um, not being on the same page. You know, we get so many uh, couples who are on different pages. One person wants to go left and the other person wants to go uh, right and they can't seem to uh, to meet in the middle, unfortunately. So that leads to uh, a lot of frustration. And believe it or not, the number one person to sabotage your holistic health journey is your spouse. Right. Unfortunately, it's when they aren't ready to, to uh, take the journey and, and you are and you find that they're, you know, unconsciously sabotaging you because they know your buttons. They know the things that that you like. They know your vices and they push your buttons, you know, you're you're trying to um, you know, stay on the path and stay strong and they present you with some you know, something Temptation. that you yeah, some temptations <laughs> that you're weak for. You know, so your spouse will really sabotage your results. And a lot of times that's the reason why people fail on uh on their journey is because um they're not uh walking this path together. And I just think that um just the, the state of holistic health families it's um it's just as bad as just the overall state of of health in our country it's just it's just a reflection within the the family structure it's still a, a lack of uh, education right when it comes to how to live holistically and um, we're not really as as a family stepping into our full family power you know our the control that we have and the influence that we have on our family structure on our children and things of of that nature, we're still letting other people drive our vehicles and, and dictate how our families are, are run. So, um, you know, now more than ever, I think it's important for us to um, begin to get on the same page. Right. Definitely. Yeah. What are your thoughts, Kim? Why do you feel like, you know, now is a time more than ever for, um, you know, families to get on the same same page holistically? Well, ultimately, I feel that happiness is the end goal and happiness can mean so many different things for so many people. But in terms of a family, to me, that is my greatest asset. Of course, I have other goals and things that I want to strive for and other successes that I want to achieve. You know, I want freedom in my life, but I want freedom in my life so I can spend more quality time with my family. I want freedom and I want happiness in my life so that I impart that blessing on my daughter to so she can see a living example of someone living in their power and in their happiness. And you have to live it. You have to live it. You can't speak about it. You have to live it. And I think that's why it's so important for families to live more holistically is to live in your truth and live in your own authentic power. Because our children, they see our unhappiness. They see you struggling. They see your frustration. And if they see it long enough, they'll feel that it's natural and it's a normal way that you live. And that is not what we want to impart on our children. You know, our children are our future and we want to set them up to succeed. But we have to first be the example as parents. We have to take care of ourselves, nurture ourselves, 
ourselves emotionally, physically, spiritually, emotionally. We are the first example for our children and we want to get older and age gracefully and, and you know, age race, not go, you know, get older and break apart and just be a burden to our children. You know what I mean? That There's so many different motivating factors of why we need to, to be our best selves. And like, I always think like, make your children your motivation. Let them empower you for you to be the living example for them. Right. And, you know, we're talking about holistic families, right? So I think it's important to just talk about, you know, holistic because it's it's an umbrella term that's used so often. And when we use the, the term holistic, we're just talking about a very well-rounded approach to your, your life overall, to all aspects of, of your life, just a well-rounded, holistic, um, natural approach to your, your lifestyle. And, and when we talk about family, we're talking about just your, your family's walk together in life on being healthier, on uh, living more natural and just um, embracing a, a better way of, of living from a personal, spiritual, emotional, um, energetic, and environmental perspective. So mm-hmm. we're talking about all of those things when we talk about holistic health. So, Kim, what what um, are the challenges that you normally see when it comes to uh, holistic health um, in families? So the challenges that I see uh, with families um, that want to be holistic is one, the fact that we live in a society that is not built for us to be healthy. So there are many unhealthy options as are healthy. And when you have young children, you know, if you're out and about, it's very difficult at times if your child is hungry to go pull over somewhere and to get um, a particular food item that you feel that they should be able to eat. Um, so that's one thing. Another thing could be some resistance from family members that may not truly understand your your vision and your mission and how you're moving forward with your family, especially if you um, are shifting your lifestyle and changing to eating a different diet. A lot of times you will face resistance from family members because they'll feel like it's a phase that you're going through, um, you know, and, you know, oh, they're just going through that right now and they'll be back to eating this way soon. So a lot of times it's just living in a world sometimes that is not convenient to be healthy and a lot of times um, resistance from family members and some, and like you mentioned earlier, from a spouse. Yeah, you know, um, you know, early in our journey when we were getting started, uh, we would go to family members' homes um, for you know special occasions, and there just would there wouldn't be anything there for us to eat. I mean, we didn't have anything to eat at all, um, and it it wasn't that our family was purposely trying to you know be mean and not offer us anything, but it's just you know our lifestyle is so different, uh, or at least in the beginning. Uh, it's it was before you know plant based eating and you know healthy eating before it was you know kind of mainstream, so they just really didn't think about it. You know they they would just think normally about preparing meals and have things together, and they would just forget that um, they were inviting people with different diets. So there would literally be nothing for us to eat there, mm. um, and and I see that with a lot of uh, a lot of times with. 
you know, families out there. They go places and there's to families and there is nothing for them to eat. And a lot of times, uh, especially in the beginning, uh, you know, people end up, you know, reverting back and eating things that they shouldn't eat. A lot of times when when clients come in and they tell us that they had these moments where, uh, you know, they ate something that they shouldn't have, have eaten, most of the time it's because they were in situations where they just didn't have anything. Right. You know, so um, so that is challenging. And then, uh, you know, we see, uh, like you said, a lot of um, children, you know, going with family members and family members not necessarily understanding how they're supposed to eat. And um, they end up eating uh, the way that their parents didn't want them to eat or or couples when they're not on the same page right. with it. You know, the, the, the children are eating yeah, differently. That's a, that's with, a whole yeah, other issue. Yeah, they're eating differently with uh, which with each of the parents. Right. And that causes a lot of uh, challenges. Yeah, a lot of conflicts uh, as well. Um, we had uh, one client where, um, you know, her her um, husband was completely, completely against, uh, you know, like this healthy eating. Like he just thought that it was extreme and he didn't see a need for, uh, you know, their, their children to, to eat this way. And he just completely refused, you know, just refused to do it all together. So now you have this, this woman that, you know, really sincerely wants to uh, try to feed her children healthier and be healthier, but the husband is completely against it. Like, what, what do you do? That's so tough. Yeah. What do you do in that type of situation? So, you know, we just see a lot of, you know, a lot of challenges out, out there when it comes to uh, this, this path, you know, which is why we, wanted to begin kind of shining some light on um, on this situation so that we can begin to uh, to help people yeah right so so Kim what what advice would you give um, what was some of the advice that you would give to uh, families out there trying to live more holistic and, and natural well my advice would be to take the journey together and realize it's it's one step at a time. A lot of times we could become inundated with so much information. There's so many great documentaries, so much information, so many great blogs and Facebook groups. And, you know, you're always learning about new discoveries in terms of health. Um, but I always say just take one step at a time and take the journey together as a family. Learn this information together. Watch the documentaries together so that you're both inspired to just take one step together, not one person getting all, amassing all this information, then formulating this idea and just really understanding that, wow, we live in a crazy world. And but your spouse is not on this journey with you. So they're just going through life as regular. And you're you have this sense of urgency, like we got to just stop. We got to stop eating this, that and the other. But your your partner isn't on the same page. So I would say grow together in terms of your children. If you if they have not, you know, started their life eating the best and you want to implement healthy eating, start slowly with things that they would like. Start with, you know, some type of smoothie or just start basic. Have them enjoy certain things that they're eating. So then it'll just keep them motivated to maybe try a little thing more because you have to retrain their taste buds. So just slowly implementing little things into their diet. 
um, will go so much better than just doing a complete cold turkey because it's not going to work with children. Um, you have to take like a more gentle approach. Right. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Taking the journey together. I, I think that's the, the biggest thing that uh, couples can do overall. Uh, we see the most success in our clients when husband and wives come in together. And um, and they go through our programs together or they're at least getting our services together. Right. Because, you know, we customize um, individual programs, but they're on the journey together. We see the biggest transformation in people when they have the support of of their, you know, their significant other. So I, I think that's huge. I think it's important to um, bring to the attention of um, your, your spouse or your significant other, um, just what it is that you want to do and your goals and, and discuss like how how you two can go on this journey to, together because it's just so important. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. And um, if it was, in, in your opinion, if it was one thing uh, that a couple can do to have the, the greatest impact on their health, what would that be? The greatest thing a couple couples could do is, I would say, have a growth mindset. And what I mean by that is having an open mind. That, for me, has been my biggest asset in me transforming and shifting my life into who I am today and for um, my journey to continue to keep growing is when you have an open mind, you have the ability to take in information, new information, even information that contradicts maybe some of your beliefs. It allows you to to take in that information and just at least acknowledge it and think about it. A lot of times people have resistance because they don't want to grow. They're comfortable with where they're at. But staying comfortable is not about being great. You grow when you put yourself in uncomfortable situations. And in terms of health, in, in terms of continue to grow because Jamal and I, we've been on this path for over 10 years and the way we eat today is not how we started. Right. We are not at the finish line. We are still students of living holistically and uh, we always take in information and see how we can apply and better our lives and the lives of our daughter. So I say have a growth mindset, which means to have an open mind and continue to grow. Right. And I would say also to when it comes to your family, be open to positivity because it's it's so many times that we see um, couples, they come to each other and they want to do something positive and the other person is close to it. But think about it. You know, someone is coming to you to do something positive, whether it's to cleanse your body of of waste or to begin to eat healthier or to, you know, take meditation classes or, or yoga classes together or to start going for walks or to uh, work on communication, to sit down and to talk more and to, you know, be more intimate and all of these things, you know, when, when just be open to, to positivity. If your if your spouse comes to you and they're suggesting something positive, you know, sometimes we're just so um, just frustrated and, and just so um, kind of exhausted from 
just our, our daily lives that, you know, we're just kind of too tired to even want to engage in uh, positive acts. And I also think in terms of couples, there's such an emotional connection and emotions can be a powerful, powerful tool, but it can, it, can, it can also be a hindrance. And with couples that struggle, a lot of times it's emotionally driven in terms of maybe past hurts, habits that have accumulated, bad habits that accumulated in terms of the relationship over the years. And that's why I always say have a growth mindset that you can definitely grow and you can change. And in terms of couples, forgiveness is one of the greatest gifts that you can give one another because if you forgive, you can, you know, release hurt past feelings and you can be open to receive and understand that we both want to move forward to our betterment, not to our detriment. Right. So if if you are serious about having the best relationship as possible, the, the best relationship with your husband, the best relationship with your wife, the best relationship with your children, the best relationship with your parents, just be open. Be open to to positivity. When someone comes to you and they, they want to embark on a journey together, just be open because what's the worst thing that can happen when you go on uh, something positive? You know, the worst thing right. that can happen is... Uh, you something know, positive yeah, happens. something <laughs> positive happens. So it's, it's like it's like a win-win. So that's what I would say. Just just that just that openness you know always have something that that you're striving for together together right. as a family together as a couple like these things are so powerful and and so important if you don't have any activities together take up an activity together you know um it, it's really good for helping you to 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 grow um or take on a, a family activity that activity that all of you can do together maybe right. it's you know one day a week the entire family um you know makes a healthy meal together or um you know in the morning time or once a day the entire family sits down and meditates together or you know a, a good habit you know during you know each evening during dinner you the whole family sits down and they have a discussion or family, uh, family game night or something of that nature. But, you know, just living holistically is just, you know, embracing that highest vibration of, of love on, uh, on all levels and moving on the, on the same page and just, um, having that understanding together that you want the best for, uh, your, your health, um, and, and you want to be optimal. Definitely. And, uh, before we wrap up the show, um, did you have any parting words of advice for our listeners? Um, well, I mean, we just gave them in there full, you know. So, uh, you know, I, I still just say, um, you know, all of the things that uh, that we just uh, shared. Um, hopefully, uh, you, you found it helpful. And this is just the beginning of, uh, you know, just beginning to, to talk more about uh, just the family structure and, you know, um, just, just children. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'll just, I'll just, um, leave it with that, uh, just in regards to, um, to children, uh, because we see a lot of, um, parents, they, 
um, live one way and then they try to raise their children a different way. And it really doesn't work like that because a lot of times our children, they see what they we're doing. They see what you're doing. Yeah, and they want to be like us. You know, they want to do like the things that we do. It makes them feel uh, like they're growing and they're getting older. So we have to be mindful of how we're living our lives and we have to be that example. Um, and, and what we find is that when you when you are the example, it's not hard to to get your uh, your children to begin to follow you because they're seeing that you do this and you live this way. So I would say that um, you know that would be my advice: live the life that you want to see uh, your children live. Right, like I always say, let your children be your inspiration. Yeah, let them be an inspiration. So I guess that is it for this episode, right? Yes. So yeah, we look forward to uh, sharing the next couple episodes. We already recorded some very powerful ones and we're so excited to share them. So stay tuned each and every Monday. We'll be releasing a new episode uh, for the show notes page of this show. Just go to jkhealthtribe.com forward slash 30. That's jkhealthtribe for well, jkhealthtribe.com forward slash 30. 30, and you can get the show notes of page for this episode. Okay, so until next time, live healthier. Peace and blessings. Stay healthy. We hope you enjoyed your time with Jamal and Kim's Inner Circle Health Tribe. To keep you on your path towards a happy, healthier lifestyle, we encourage you to visit jkhealthtribe.com for a free copy of the eight effective ways to lose weight and keep it off, as well as more content to help you find your health balance. Thanks again, and we look forward to educating, empowering, and inspiring you to live healthier.